Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Rampage. Daniel Garcia, Angela Parker, and Matt Menard defeated Isaiah Cassidy and the Hardys. Parker and Menard kept trying to get Garcia to stop dancing. Jake Hager got involved towards the end as Garcia hit the implant DDT on his knee to Cassidy to get the pen and the win. After the match, Matt Menard gave Garcia some words, being in disgust of him still doing the dancing, and just left the match. We see footage from After Title Tuesday as Bullet Club Gold interrupted Penta El Zero Miedo as Jay White said zero fear, just like zero belts, but Penta said at least his brother won a belt, not like Jay White stealing one, as they said at the match that they had for Dynamite. We go back to Garcia, Menard, and Parker, and Jack Hager backstage as they're arguing, until Hager says that they won, and they should squash it as Menard gets mad and walks off, telling them to squash it. Jay Lethal defeated Trent Beretta. Lethal kept yelling at the camera. Eddie Kingston days coming after the ROH World Title. Lethal hit the Lethal Injection to get the win on Beretta. We see a video of Ortiz and Santana showing their history, including footage of them at House of Glory, but Santana interrupted Ortiz and asked where Ortiz was when Santana was out with injury as they started yelling back at each other, saying that they should have a match. This was funny because as this show was going on, I was actually at House of Glory, uh, which has Santana as well as Daniel Garcia and Isaiah Cassidy. So a lot of people that are on this show were also at House of Glory. Sky Blue defeated Emi Sakura. Good showing from both of them with some back and forth until the end, until Blue hit the code Blue for the pen. Not sure how Emi Sakura got an uh, Eliminator match and Sky Blue did not, but um, it is what it is. Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta defeated Gates of Agony in a pretty good main event here with the Bullet Club, with the Blackpool Combat Club hitting the fastball special on Bishop Khan as Yuta gets the win. We go to Impact Wrestling, and before the Impact, Allen Angels defeated Laredo Kid. Really good match here that saw Angels cheat a bit at the end before hitting the Angels' wings for the pin. We go to the main show for the Impact World Tag Team Championship. The Rascals defeated Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan. As Zachary Wentz went to hit a low blow on Callahan while the referee was distracted, and they followed this with a hot fire flame on Callahan as Trey Miguel gets the pin to retain, and they will go on to defend the titles against ABC at Bound for Glory. Kenny King called out Heath for costing the Digital Media Championship and said he will come after him. Kylan Kengo was backstage talking about how Jody Thread got took it out, uh, took out her partner Taylor Wilde, and as Santino Morello walks in and wonders how King knew that Wilde got attacked with a tire iron, as just the doctor had told him and nobody else. Kylan King then admitted that she is the one that took out Wilde, and the moment they lost the tag team titles, Wilde became dead weight to her, and it is no longer long live the coven, but long live the king. We had a call your shot entry match as Dirty Dango defeated Champagne Singh, Jordan Grace, Eric Young, and Jake something. Towards the end of the match, the former Vladimir Kozlov, they, they referred to him by his real name of Oleg Prudius here, came out and helped Dango by taking out Young Singh and something as Dango took out something with the final cut to get the pin and become the number 20 entrant in the call your shot gauntlet while something for taking the pin will become the first entrant. We get a video from Crazy Steve talking about Tommy Dreamer, but first next week he will show Black Tour's pain and misery as they will have a no DQ match. Tasha Steeles defeated Courtney Rush after hitting the cutter, as her and Diana Peraza will be challenging M- MK Ultra for the knockouts tag titles of Bound for Glory. Bully Ray confronted Steve Macklin about calling him soft not once but twice last week, in which he admitted that he did do. So Bully said cool and walked off, as I'm sure he's plotting something dastardly. And in the main event here, the Killer Impact best two out of three falls match. Frankie Kazarian defeated Eddie Edwards. Definitely check out this match if you can. The first fall was decided by a pinfall as Edwards hit the Boston knee party for the pin. The second fall was a submission match as Kazarian caught Edwards into the chicken wing as he tapped out right away. At this point, Kazarian's chest is busted open and gushing blood everywhere. Definitely a visual here. The third fall, which is a last man standing. Uh, Edwards has his head all busted open, uh, gets really vicious here towards the end as Kazarian hit the unpretty to Edwards on the steel steps. Uh, he then put Edwards on the table and was about to jump off the top rope, but Alicia Edwards showed up and stopped Kazarian with a kendo stick. Kazarian hit the Styles Clash to Edwards on the stage and put Alicia through the table in the corner, but he ended this match hitting the fate to Black on Edwards through another table as Edwards could not answer the 10 count and Frankie Kazarian is your winner as it looks like this feud is now officially over. 
Ring of Honor and Honor Club, we have a Proven Ground title match. Uh, Proven Ground world title matches. Eddie Kingston defeated Serpentico. Promo from Serpentico before the match saying that all he has to do is last 10 minutes with Kingston to earn himself a title shot. Unfortunately, he only lasted about two minutes as Kingston trapped on the stretch plum to make Serpentico tap out. After the match, Kingston tried to shake Serpentico's hand, but a helico kept getting in the way. So Kingston asked him if he wants a title shot, and the match is made. Gates of Agony defeated Lights Camera Faction members Fresco and Watson very easily here, with Bishop Khan getting the pen after him and Toa Leona hit a double clubbing. We have another Plurungal match, this one for the Women's World Championship, as Athena defeated Maserati in a vicious five-minute match, making Maserati submit with a body scissors. After the match, Billy Starks hid Maserati under the ring as Athena was looking for her and lied to her, saying, I think she left. Kind of funny here, uh, avoiding a beating here from Athena. Uh, Maserati has appeared on both Ring of Honor and AW Dark a bunch of times, but she's making her Honor Club debut here. We get a backstage segment from Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty trying to recruit Lee Johnson to Shane Taylor Promotions. QT Marshall defends the Triple uh, Latin American Championship against Daga, making his Honor Club debut. Uh, you might remember him from Lucha Underground, plenty of other promotions here, but making his overall Ring of Honor debut. Marshall had the match won, and to put insults... Uh, for the victory here, he actually trapped on the Negro Casas La Casita to get the pin. Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty defeated the Infantry in a pretty good tag team match here with Taylor stopping Carly Bravo with a big right hand for the pin. Mercedes Martinez and Diamante tells Billy Stark st- backstage to not trust Athena, and then they stole her fanny pack to see if there's any money in there. And Helico defeated Martin Casal, the former Marty the Moth of Lucha Underground. A lot of Lucha Underground representation on this show. Uh, they started the match with a dance-off. Nice little matchup here with a Helico putting on the Navarro death roll for the submission victory. Mercedes Martinez defeated Lady Frost. Another good matchup here with Mercedes hitting a razor's edge into a dominator finisher for the pen. Backstage, Mark Sterling was trying to tell Josh Woods that he put uh, Pat Buck to be his coach next week, but Woods started uh, offending him, saying there's nothing that he can't teach him, so instead Buck challenged him to a pure rules match. We'll get that next week. Willow Nightingale defeated Layla Hirsch. Bit of a more aggressive side here from Willow, getting the win after hitting the babe with the power slam. Uh, babe with the power bomb. Hirsch went and attacked Willow after until Sky Blue runs out for the save and brawled a little bit with Hirsch before taking her out with a super kick. So it seems like the new storyline for Hirsch now is that ever since she declined Marty Kanellis' help and lost her Ring of Honor World's, world's uh, title shot, she is now on a losing streak. Action Andretti defeated Gringo Loco, a fast-paced and very fun match here with Andretti hitting a shotgun dropkick followed by a split-legged moonsault for the pen. Billy Starks defeated Rochelle Riveter, who's done AEW Dark and Impact before in a bit over a minute with Athena in her corner as the coach. Starks got the dominant submission win here with a crossface. Athena tells her good job after, and as they're about to leave, Diamante and Mercedes Martinez attack them from behind, so I'm not sure if we're going to get this match uh, soon or if they're going to hold off to Final Battle, which has been announced for December 15th. Might be a little bit long ways. I'll probably have the tag team match first and then eventually do the one-on-one match between Athena and Billy, and you know what? Have Billy be the one to take the title off of her if Athena's going to be her coach. Why not have Billy, uh, you know, use everything that she learned to defeat her teacher? Next match, Kip Sabian defeated Anthony Henry after hitting the Deathly Hollows. Uh, backstage, Griff Garrison finally admitted to Maria and Cole Carter that they should stick together and go out to the ROH tag titles. Ethan Page defeated Christopher Daniels in a good back-and-forth matchup with Page and the Eagles Edge uh, for the win here to continue his winning streak. He had an interview backstage before saying that he hopes Eddie Kingston is watching here as Kingston's list of Ring of Honor uh, world title challengers continues to increase here. Mark Sterling and Tony Nese come out and said that Page would be the perfect person to join the premier athlete brand, but when Page said no, Nese called Page a fat, disgusting trash here. So Page challenges Nese to a match for next week. And in the main event, Scorpio Sky defeated Darius Martin after hitting the TKO. Interesting that both of the men of the year here and Sky and Paige are uh, both having a singles baby face run here in Ring of Honor and both on winning streaks. So one of their paths will cross. MLW Fusion. This was just a preview episode for Slaughterhouse that showed previous matches between Alice Kane and Davy Boy Smith Jr. But unfortunately, Smith had to undergo surgery and was, re- was re- replaced with Tom Lawler for the main event. Um, 
They also had segments of the Second Gear crew getting ready for the Chamber of Horrors. If you want a full report of Slaughterhouse, I do have a report on PulseWrestling.com. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. Adriana Gambino defeated Chantilly Cella after hitting her swing and neckbreaker that she calls Chef's Kiss. Candy Crush defeated the debuting Gloria Glitter, who is indie wrestler Delilah Doom, uh, doing an 80s aerobics instructor gimmick. But she's a, a heel in this, uh, including having a knockoff Let's Get Physical as her theme song. Uh, she's great at this gimmick, which is pretty much an exaggeration of what she's already been doing in the indies. And she's a very good wrestler to boot, and it definitely shows here. A pretty competitive match here, probably Crush's best match she had as Glitter brought the best out of her, but Crush squeaks out the victory here after hitting her Olympic slam that she calls the lights out. The Mother Truckers defeated Las Bandidas by disqualification as Las Bandidas brought in handcuffs and started to tie up the Mother Truckers to the ropes and attack them to end the match. And the main event here for the WoW title, Princess Aussie defends against Penelope Pink after hitting the cutoff from down under and the Aussie splash to retain. During this match, the Beast was backstage and she received a flash drive where she saw who it was that attacked her and put her on the shelf for months. And towards the end of the match, she comes out and attacks Vicky Lynn McCoy, who was at ringside, so we can assume that McCoy was the indeed the attacker. We go to NWA Power. Yabu the Clown defeated Mega Wolf in a picker poison match. Vampiro and Violent J got into a scuffle on the outside, which prompted Bestia 666 to interfere, but he failed. Yabu then blew a balloon up in front of Mecha Wolf, followed by a roll-up for the pen. So, I guess, roll-up by balloon-popping distraction? I guess that would be the finish here. As a result, the Brothers of Construction will get to pick the stipulation and the tag match against Leverbellion and uh, Vampiro at Sawin. That's going to be a six-man tag match with the Brothers of Construction having Violent J in their corner, and it's been revealed that this is a riddle box match. Not sure exactly what that is, but I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. Camille sends in a video where she says that she will help Tom Latimer win against EC3 at Sawin. Uh, the next match, Tom Latimer defeated Koa Laksamana. The ending saw Latimer powerbomb Koa off the top rope, so Kalis runs in to check on him, but Camille, who is back to being Latimer's insurance policy, comes in and spears the hell out of Kalis. Latimer follows this with a brighter side of suffering on Koa for the pin. Father James Mitchell put out a challenge to style the pal and gags the gimp to an ultimate hardcore tag team war match at Sawin, where if they can find partners, his team of Max the Impaler and Judas can find them as well. But if Gags and Sal lose the match, they would be forced to sign their names over to Father James Mitchell forever. But if Gags and Sal win, Mitchell will bow down before them and set them free. Sal and Gags then later decline the match as they found their inner peace, but I'm pretty sure this match will indeed happen. We have an NWA World Women's Television match as Max Dean defeated MJ Jenkins, who's making her power debut, after catching her jumping off the top rope with a lariat for the pen. And in the main event here, number one contenders match for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship, Chris Adonis defeated Zion by disqualification when Zion wouldn't let go of the Z-Clutch while Adonis was trapped in the ropes after the five count. But Adonis, Adonis will indeed meet Silas Mason at Sawin. On NXT Level Up, Ivy now defeated Kaya Saint. Good back and forth sequence at the end until Ivy trapped on the Dragon Sleeper to tap out Saint. Axiom defeated Riley Osborne. Very good matchup here with an interesting ending where Osborne... Um, he got into the ring right before the 10 second count to be counted out and was hit with a frog splash right away from Axiom. And it looks like Osborne actually kicked out, but the the three was counted anyway. Uh, so I think they, these two are definitely going to be due for a rematch with a little clunky ending here. On WWE main event, Nikki Cross defeated Kiana James and Kiana's first time in main event in almost a year. Good showing, but Nikki hit the purge neck breaker for the pen. And Akira Tozawa defeated Axiom, who's almost, uh, who's almost appearing on main event for the first time in almost a year as well. A great match here from these two with Tozawa hitting the top rope senton to get a rare victory. That is it for me this week. You guys catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.